This is 111 with Jackie in London. I'm London, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our show. Please follow us on social media at 111pod, and also head over to our YouTube where you can watch a video version of this very podcast. And now, enjoy. Hello, and welcome to 111 with, oh wait, whose name should I say first? With... Jackie. And London. Hello. We should have rehearsed that. We didn't rehearse that. <laughs> None What's of this up, is Jackie? rehearsed. I think that's really important to point out is like, you know, we probably should come up with an outline, but I think it I think it adds to the charm that we're just a little bit on the fritz. That's that's us always though. I don't know. I mean, at the very least we could have some like some flashcards or something. Well, speaking of cards, um, Jackie, I have mm-hmm. this cool set of Beatles playing cards. Oh shit. Mm-hmm kicking it off with the Beatles. Yeah. And the Joker card has the fool on the hill. Hey, that's pretty clever. Yeah, isn't it? That's a cool illustration too. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of them have like, you know, some of the Sergeant Peppers things. There's also some random people on here. I don't know who they are. But here is good old Ringo Starr. Oh, lovely. Yeah. The king yeah. of clubs. Yeah. That's some good stuff. They would um, make him the clubs, though. You know, like the, <laughs> the card with the least value. <laughs> They're always doing Ringo wrong. Ron, uh, yeah, Ringo doesn't real. have the least value. Um, who do you think is on the diamonds, if you had to guess, from all the Beatles? Probably George. Oh, nope. It is our good friend, John. Really? Okay, I'm surprised by that. I'm thinking Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Okay, well, that makes a little more sense. I'm guessing the heart is Paul. Let's take a look. Let's take a look, shall we? I'll have to look through. I don't even see them here. <laughs> yeah. Incorrect. Really? Yeah. He's the I would not have thought that. <laughs> so George that is makes, the heart. George is the heart. George is the heart of the Beatles. You heard it here first. Also, the villain from Jumanji is on these cards for some reason. I don't know what he has to do with the Beatles. What? I don't know. Colonel Mustard? Colonel Mustard, Mustard. Colonel Sanders, Mean Mr. Mustard. Um, I can't for the life of me find George in here. Okay, yeah, George is is the king of hearts. Weird flex. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I mean, he's the king of Patty's heart. I'm just kidding. Is he? I don't know. (laughs) I'm not so sure. Um, Too soon. (laughs) What's up, Jackie? How has your week been? It's been pretty good. What about you? I mean, I, I've I've really been uh, actually extremely busy. You're never yeah. going to believe it. So Friday, I, I checked something really significant off the bucket list. Dude, what is that? I saw Bruce Springsteen. What do you mean you saw Bruce Springsteen? I saw Bruce Springsteen live in concert. Um, at how, how come you didn't post about this? I, I because I was so in the moment. I, I mean, I didn't even like I didn't look at my phone. I was glued in to this concert because you know, I, of course, I love Bruce and I. Wow. Yeah, and I, I've never seen him. I've had opportunities to, but like something came up one time in high school. I had a friend whose dad like had front row tickets, and I couldn't go because I was in a production of Wizard of Oz. And for some reason, I really valued <laughs> being the scarecrow. I should have gone and saw Bruce Springsteen, but I did finally get to see him, and it was 
incredible. Wow. Did you do the whole like Bruce? Thing? Yes. It was just, it was, it was amazing to be in a room of God, like probably I can't remember how many it's sold out. Right. So however many people were in there, but everybody was singing along. Um, and of course my favorite is thunder road. So as soon as like that harmonica intro started, my eyes welled up, (laughs) I like sobbed through the whole thing. You know, I'm there with my mom and my friend Ryan, um, one of the teen dads, shout out to teen dads, shout out to the teen dads. Um, but to all the teen dads out there, yeah. shout out to you. This one's for you. Specifically Ben and Ryan, but <laughs> different story. It's a band, y'all. Anyways, uh, yeah, and so it was nuts. Like, it was so good. And and because I saw Bruce Springsteen, guess who else I got to see? Patty? Well, no, actually, Patty wasn't there. I was surprised, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, oh. Yeah. oh, man. I think she, I read on, like, some forums this morning, actually, because I was curious about it why she wasn't in Atlanta. And I read that sometimes if it's like a weekend show that she'll just stay home with like the grandkids or whatever. Um, wow. What a life I know. But I brought, I said all that to say this, it was, uh, one of my favorite albums of all time, as you know, is the little Steven and the disciples of soul. Right. And of course, little Steven is part of the East street band. Of and course. when he, it was so cool to see him too. I mean, he just has a lot of power and presence and he, he came out wearing like a big cowboy hat and like tipped it to the crowd. Did he have the ben, bandana on under it? Oh yeah, and huge feather earrings that were like down here and like kind of a, wow. a black paisley suit. And he had um, kind of cowboy boots that curled a little in the front. You know, he was, was now was, was this Atlanta, Atlanta exclusive or? What do you mean? His uh, his his get up here. I don't know. Is that a nod I, to being I, in the South or something? Or? I don't know. I mean, certainly not Texas. I, I haven't seen <laughs> any footage from some of the other shows, but I mean, this is a whole tour that they're going on. Um, but, you know, now the the thing about the E Street Band is like they're all characters, right? Mm. You know, they're, they're, uh, they kind of like describe themselves as like the rat pack of rock and roll. Um, but yeah. uh, it, it's just that... Uh, now they would all wear like all black, right? So he just had maybe a different variation each night. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it, it's crazy too because Bruce put on a fantastic show, right? It was like three hours straight of him rocking. But then sometimes I'd look at him and I'd like notice his posture and I'd be like, oh, like that man really is seventy three years old. You know what I mean? That's yeah, and he's just doing shows. Three hour long shows, and he w- he was running around. Obviously, he's screaming and singing, playing a guitar, shredding the shit out of that thing. Nice, but it was, now, it was, I, I I still can't believe I saw Bruce Springsteen before you did. I know that is nuts. <laughs> and, so weird. And where me. where did you see him again? New York City in uh, 2018, summer 2018. Yeah. So he was there, right in the midst of that Broadway show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But wow, I'm dude, I'm so happy for you. I know that like Bruce Springsteen is one of your favorite artists, so you're getting to see Bruce in the flesh. Yeah, well, I mean, and it it remember when we went to um when he was on Broadway and we were up there, uh, we we were gonna try to get tickets. Remember, it was like three thousand dollars or something. It was impossible. But remember, we were talking like, what if what if he like opened the door and like peeked his head in. <laughs> How are ticket sales tonight? (laughs) 
Me and Jackson are always desperate to, to, to get a deal. We, we don't like paying full price. Well, you can't. I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> I get it. Like, Broadway shows are expensive, you know, and I, I'm all about, like, everybody getting paid what they deserve. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we were balling on a budget, and nobody would have appreciated that art more. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just fighting. I'm just fighting for the common man. There you go. There you go. Man, well, that's awesome. You saw that Friday? Yeah, that was Friday. And then um, Saturday, we headed out to Savannah, Georgia. Cool. For a gig? Played a show. It was actually pretty good. Uh, you know, typically, you play out of town and nobody gives a damn. But for some reason in Savannah, they're always partying. I probably can guess why, because there's a lot of alcohol involved. But, um, I mean, this place, it was kind of like a frat bar, um, but college bar, I guess, rather. But it was packed, shoulder to shoulder, wall to wall. You know, there were so many people. I could have crowd surfed if I wanted to, but I don't know. Something about nice. that. Yeah. No, what were you saying? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, I mean, I was going to say, I, I, I'm always uh, amazed at the bravery when somebody crowd surfs because I would, like, be so afraid of being violated. That, you know? that is a valid concern. But people do it. I mean, people still do it. Uh, yeah. I actually have crowd surfed at an under oath concert. It's a long story. I, <laughs> I got picked up by my friend Ben. and uh, Shout out Teen Dads. Yeah, shout out Teen Dads. He lifted me up and I, I crowd surfed to the front. I didn't get violated, thankfully. Dude, dope. Well, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very glad that you didn't. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh, I just was given a flashback to seeing... Um, I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with the Auburn, Alabama area, mm-hmm. but there is this bar there called Avondale, which isn't, you know, the biggest bar or anything. It's more like sit down kind of place. I've seen crowd surfing in there and I haven't seen crowd surfing in other bars in Auburn. Yeah, that I I think it's crazy because that is such a small bar and to crowd surf in there would that's brave. It's really brave. And we we know the crowd surfer too. What? Oh yeah. Do you remember well, who it is? Yeah. Grant Lackey, our friend Grant Lackey. I can't believe um, that. A what? wonderful voice teacher and um actor in New York City. He's yeah, he's doing it. Um what what was the band we saw there? Like the Peppermints or something like that? Dude. Burning Peppermints, was that Burning it? Peppermints, Flaming Peppermints, something like that. Who One way Peppermint or the Patty. other. Peppermint Patty Lupone, harking it back to episode one. <laughs> Dude, that's a that's a double crossover. We talked about Charles Schultz and Patty Lupone. <laughs> Maybe we're just uh, caught in the same patterns. I, I guess so. What about the Pattern app? That's a scary app. It can be so um, accurate at times. Are you still on there? I know we're connected on there. Yeah, I am. It's funny you mentioned that, and, and that's sort of why I fell silent because I I read something <laughs> about the pattern the other day. Like the person who created it, somehow I ended up on their Wikipedia. Um, I don't remember how. Are they collecting our information? <laughs> I guess so. I no, I mean I I don't know. Although I will say I I had a strange instance of that today. I was um, earlier today on the computer mm-hmm. uh, on this. I don't even know if I should admit this. It's not that bad. It's just embarrassing. Um, it's a Reddit page about uh, the Duggars. And uh, well, it, it's not like rabbit it, hole. I mean, I know. It's yeah, just like it, but it's, it's calling them out. Right. Um, 
Yeah. It's called like Duggar Snarks or something like that. Okay. Um, and I actually want you to check this out because you would really get a kick out of this. Um, well, I don't know. What's your history with the Duggars? Did you ever go through a Duggars phase? I can't say that I did. Yeah. I I don't really have any history with them. Again, I I feel like I'm not as well educated as some people that have like f- would like follow them throughout the years or like mm-hmm. get through shows and stuff. But I just know like you know what everybody knows. <laughs> so nothing too nothing too deep or no yeah. history no deep history with me. You know the headlines. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well. The, but this is this Reddit thing is like it's a lot of jokes about them memes. It's making fun of them, kind of calling them out on their bullshit, and they mm-hmm. have a lot of bullshit. Um, but yeah, I I went through a big Duggars phase at at one time, and I I just loved watching it. It was so it was so uh, trashy and awful, but not <laughs> not because they're trashy and awful, just because I mean I'm just gawking at these people's lives, yeah. you know. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was I was telling that to somebody else and she this is one of my friends and she also was from sort of a fundamentalist background mm-hmm. and she said that the Duggars came and like appeared and spoke at their church like on a press tour. They and, fit? What? They fit in the church? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, you know, there's a lot of money in it. There's a lot of money in church. So they probably have big church okay oh yeah but um <laughs> yeah and she said they smelled so bad Ugh. that's a that's a weird uh tidbit but if it makes sense no good of information i mean it, it really does make sense right you you couldn't you couldn't have enough time in that child's life to teach them how to wipe their ass because have, i mean you know how they do it in the duggars right she has the baby <laughs> enjoys the baby phase and raising the baby but once it reaches a certain age then the older sibling has to then take care of it ah that's how it works yeah it's like a it makes sense yeah they call it a buddy system so it's like um eventually everybody gets paired together oh it's messed up (laughs) anyways speaking of phases um and like uh what was it like what'd you say gawking trashy and yeah um, okay, let me let me start over. So, as a child, one of my favorite shows on television was The Proud Family. Like, the first time I saw some black cartoons on television, it <laughs> lit yeah. up my soul. I was so incredibly just enraptured by this television show all the way throughout my childhood growing up. Loved it. There is a Proud Family revival series on Disney+. Plus. Their second season just dropped last week, um, and it's great. It's it's wonderful. Like it's like updated to the 2020s, I would say. Um, but everybody's the same age as they were in the old show. Penny's still a kid. All of her friends are still young, and, and like basically the entire voice cast is back. Basically, um, so it's it's wonderful. And one thing that they've been doing is having a lot of great guest stars. And they've always done that. Back in the old days, they had like Al Roker as the evil wizard that would come out of the television and like try to ruin the day. Or Steve Harvey as the credit card with a mustache that talked. Um, Recent guests include like Little Nas X, include Lizzo, um, Leslie Odom Jr. is in this new season. And so I was like looking through and seeing like the guests that are on the show. And I saw that one of the guests is Maury Povich. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> is he is he playing a Mari character? He's playing himself. Yeah. Literally himself. Interesting. Um, yeah, and I was like wondering, okay, how are they going to work him into this show? Like, what episode is he going to be in? Yeah. And it became clear. It became very clear. Um, I was looking through the episode titles. And spoiler alert, again, you know, it's for, for all those that are going to watch The Proud Family louder and prouder. There's an episode called Puff Daddy where the Proud Family's family dog gets accused of fathering the neighbor's puppies. Like the neighbor's dog has like yeah. a litter of puppies and they, they think it's Puff. So they take Puff to the Maury Povich show for the DNA testing. Can you imagine a show where they do DNA for like paternity tests for, for your pets? You know what I'm thinking of is I, I know that those producers were – letting out the biggest sigh of relief when Mari agreed to that contract so, they, <laughs> so that they didn't have to go to Steve Wilkos. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure he was their second choice. It's just he, a bad yeah. day because they knew Springer was out of the budget. Yeah, you know I know. I mean? But Mari, they could get. And, and the Mari, um, he, he did a great job, I think. He did a great job. So is that season I don't want one? That's season two. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. I've seen a little bit of it, of season one. I, I didn't, you know, I know, I think you told me that you binged the whole thing in like a couple of days, right? It brought me some of the, well, um, like I think each episode was released week by week oh, in I season one. They dropped all the season two at one time. Um, so I had to like, you know, ration myself on season one. But yo, that brought me some of the, the biggest joy last year watching The Proud Family Louder and Prouder. That show, chef's kiss wonderful 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 so what um what other kind of um classic cartoon of that era would you like to see remade dexter's laboratory dexter's laboratory i know that was a quick answer no that is but quick. i love let's hear it. I love what, what is your reasoning dude dexter's lab was just dope i don't know i just i just always thought it was cool i like the mom on there um <laughs> Well, what else? Yeah, well, you know what? What? What's like one of your favorite episodes of Dexter? I just want to see if you remember this one. I like anything like with the with the with the monkey. Yeah, or Mandark. Yeah, yeah, Mandork. Um, is this the Dexter's episode? Is the one with Ella Fitzgerald? Is that a Dexter's episode? Or I am I thinking of something else? I was I was just gonna mention. Have you ever seen the one that is? Um, I guess they held a contest or something for people to send in episode ideas. And one of them was like a kid explaining the the whole episode. And he's just talking like he's like, and then Dexter goes around and he makes Mandark's head bigger than the earth. And so what they did is they just took like the recording that they sent in, this kid sent in and animated it. But they left his voice on top of it. And he's doing like impressions of the characters. Really, really creative. You should check that out. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm sure if you look up Dexter's Laboratory fan episode, it'll come up. But it was like a seven-year-old kid, mm. and I, I, I did, did a little, check that out. Yeah, check it out. It, it's it's really good, and he I think he's still performing a little bit. He became like an opera singer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. that reminds me. Like, are you familiar with like the show The Legend of Vox Machina at all? Well, I mean, other than we watched, uh, I think the first episode. Um, yeah. When, I, when me and Tyler were up in New York, we did. Yeah, we ate the um, from the bodega the chicken, and then 
Uh, I was with you? Yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah. Wait, no. I mean, that's an, that's another show where, like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. No, we did. I, I promise you. I I I I do not remember that. Um, but cool. I'm glad you know. But yeah, it's another show. That's <laughs> just an adaptation of people talking, basically. Um, if you're not familiar with that show, it's related to a Twitch stream and like media franchise now called Critical Role where these voice actors play Dungeons and Dragons. Anyway, the show that's on Amazon Prime, it's like hundreds of hours of their D&D game animated into like 30-minute episodes, um, which which is like the the evolution of that Dexter's Lab episode in my head. It is. Like that yeah. walked so, so this show could run. Is that show made by DreamWorks? No. Oh, wait, wait. Dexter's Lab or? No, no, no. Uh, or Vox Machina. Vox Machina. I don't think so. I think it's animated by Titmouse. The what? Titmouse. Titmouse. <laughs> <laughs> Who does the, the ADR work? Blue-footed booby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of more, but my brain's not that quick. I'm yeah. trying to think of other stuff. No, um, it just looks a lot like uh, She-Ra. Have you ever seen the She-Ra series on? Mm, I mean, it's not yeah, like the 80s yeah. She-Ra, but they did a... yeah. A, Princess of Power. Right, right. I guess like a reboot. Yeah, the Shira voice actress. She's one of like the Critical Role people. Really? She's in like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her name? Amy Carrero. Yeah, I think she's Shira. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else is it? No, the um, the guy that did the character designs for that show, like who made the character designs, uh, Phil Barassa. He is. Um, does like a lot of like the DC animated stuff, like the animated okay. films and like Young Justice and stuff. So it's always looked a lot like that to me. I can see that. It 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 just really reminded me of She-Ra and kind of um, this is totally random too, but the Turbo series, the animated Turbo series. What is that? You know Turbo, the movie. Turbo? No. Um, I don't know when it came out, but we were obviously too old to have seen it. It, it was like a DreamWorks movie that was about a snail that wanted to race oh turbo i didn't know they had a tv show about it but also uh, i think they showed that to us one day in like uh i think we had like a substitute teacher or something in school oh and you watched turbo and if for some reason they put turbo i didn't watch turbo i was doing other stuff in the class i was like drawing or something you know yeah me. yeah yeah um but yeah so i was like what is turbo is that like Bolt? Remember Bolt? Oh, dog? yeah. Nobody talks about Bolt. <laughs> I saw Bolt in theaters, man. <laughs> I also saw Beverly Hills, Hills Chihuahua in theaters. Really? Yeah. Here's a here's a really good deep cut. Did you see uh, Hotel for Dogs in theaters? No. I ne I've never seen Hotel for Dogs. You're not missing out on much, but I did see that in theaters. Um, what about... I saw My Dog Skip in theaters. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it in theaters. I had the VHS, but I hated it. It, it, like the the for a kid the the colorization of that movie right like the 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 camera work was just like a, a really awful shade of like brown yellow that my kid brain was like this is awful it, it just i just rem i remember like the character names in the movie just being very strange let me look them up i don't know why that's something that i remember but i just remember like the names being weird who else is in it? I know, obviously I know it's Frankie Muniz, but um, who plays like who, Skip? <laughs> uh, 
Who plays Skip? I don't know. Like they, a, don't the, they don't list the they don't list the the pet actor on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. But we should start we should start at IMDb for animals that have been, you know, like Trigger from the Roy Rogers things or Yeah. Whoever played Lassie and Flipper. <laughs> Look at these names, dude. Luke Wilson plays a character named Dink Jenkins. Dink Jenkins. Cody Lindley plays Spit McGee. What the like It's just filthy. Like, this is gross. Like, why are they feeding this to the children? Why were they trying to corrupt the children in 2000? Who, who, what studio produced this? This was produced by, what, what is this? It was distributed by Warner Bros., but the production company was Alcon Entertainment. Never heard of it. Who directed it? Anyone we know? Um, well, this people, they did, um, oh, okay, yeah, they did. A bunch of stuff. They did uh, Blade Runner 2049, Point Break remake. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay, Book of Eli, lottery ticket. Um, this was directed by Jay Russell. Do you think that they are going to make a remake of My Dog Skip? Well, if they do, I hope they cast you as Spit McGee. <laughs> I'm Spit McGee? Yeah. I want to be Dink Wilson or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh, like the lost Wilson brother from the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah. Brian, Carl, Dennis, and uh, Dink. Dennis and Dennis, and Dink. <laughs> Dennisons <laughs> of the deep. It's <laughs> <laughs> an in joke. Yeah, you had to be there. No. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, that that I, I still remember the VHS tape. It, it was, um, you know, it, the cover was white and it had the toilet on it. You know, wasn't there like a big thing about? dog like flushing something in the toilet or something yeah did they yeah or did they like potty train the dog there's or? something about a dog in a toilet but changing yeah. subjects real quick who do you think is the most famous animal actor um famous animal actor yeah like i don't know like chet hanks um, oh no, they do list the dog. They list the dog first. Enzo is the dog's name. Enzo. Um, yeah, he's, he's only been on three things: uh, Frasier, My Dog Skip, and C Spot Run. What is C Spot uh, Run? That sounds familiar. Um, Two thousand one American comedy film about a mailman who takes in a stray bull mastiff, only to learn that he's trained by the FBI and has escaped witness protection. Who is who's in it? <laughs> Other than Enoch or whatever. <laughs> what was his name? David Arquette. Oh, the dog um, is more famous than David Arquette. <laughs> the dog has better credits for for how if you think about how short the dog's life was and how many roles he had, that is definitely more impressive than David Arquette. <laughs> the other thing is I, I think there's <laughs> there's I'm sorry, David, but <laughs> truth hurts. Um I would say the most famous animal in any media is definitely Toto. I can't remember that dog's name, but you can go to its grave in L.A. Wow. Wow. But has Toto been in other stuff? No, but it it just needed that one role. It's kind of like um, James Gandolfini, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just needed that one role. Like yeah. Toto got the role of a lifetime, you know? And yeah. 
it, it was hard to be seen as anything other than that character in Hollywood. The screen test that Toto would do, everyone just kept referring to the character as Toto because they tried to do My Dog Skip in the the uh, late thirties, right? Um, mm. Around the with, time with after Dink, with Dink Spit Wilson, right, right after after the the height. <laughs> Of Wizard of Oz, the the buzz kind of uh, came down. I mean, Toto was on the top of his career, but when he got yeah. cast in My Dog Skip, and they did a couple screen tests, they they had to let him go because everyone was just seeing the characterizations of Toto. Um, I don't know if the actor just wasn't that dimensional, or um, you know, who knows? This is also before Begin Strips, so who knows? That's true. Yeah, and they didn't have uh, Luke Wilson back then. They had Flip Wilson instead. <laughs> Flip Wilson and uh, I think Jimmy Durante was Spit McGee. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I was just reminded by looking at Frasier. I, I don't know if this is materializing or not. I've been trying to get together um, an all-black reading of a Frasier episode. That would actually be pretty good. <laughs> I, think I'm, uh, I think I'm lined up for Niles. Really? <laughs> this is a very amateur production but it could be interesting <laughs> i could definitely see that happening you know yeah. um what uh so you would want it to be a reading not necessarily like a staged reading well yeah like a staged reading event oh i didn't know if you were just going to get everybody in your room or what yeah everybody can you can, you, can we come over and read fraser together just a fraser script yes um <laughs> I could see, I could totally see that working. Uh, <laughs> Me too. I, I think I, I, I could actually see it working too. Something about it. You should make it happen. You should make that happen. I mean, let's be real. ABC will buy anything. Um, I'm not the mastermind behind this, but it, it is a, it is a, oh, it is oh, a, gra- really? it is a grand idea. Yes. Well, tell them to take that and run with it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. 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 What is that? Um, what what sitcom am I thinking of with fucking, uh, fucking what's her name Frenchie from Greece? What is that actress's name? I know you're talking about. What's the? I don't know what show you're talking about. Didi Cohn is her name, right? Okay. Didi Cohn played Frenchie in Greece. She also did like some Thomas the Tank Engine work. Everybody was putting in work on that show. Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. And then Ringo left and they're like, uh, let's get George Carlin to play yeah. the conductor. Yeah. If they were, it would have been better if they would have just let uh, George Carlin run loose. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I didn't like that he had a ponytail. I wish that they it would have been in his contract that he cut that off because it looked weird with the hat. I mean, Ringo just looked so much better. Um, and then... Do you know what I always forget about is that they made a Thomas movie. Was that with um, with, with Alec Baldwin? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he. I uh, feel like I erased that from my memory. Yeah, and like Peter Fonda. Um, mm. wasn't very good. You know what else is my, it? What? My favorite Thomas the Tank Engine movie is this new movie called Bullet Train. Have you seen Bullet Train? Is that um, with like Brad Pitt? No, no, no. I ain't Aaron Taylor that. Johnson. What's the one that's a mystery? 
On a train? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll think of it. Is it like the... It's like um, Film Noir, but it was made probably in like 2017. What is it like? I don't I don't know. Um, it's like Chinatown sure. Express or something like that. Was it like um, one of those like, uh, it was like an Agatha on- Christie ones, like Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an ensemble yeah. cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they made Death on the Nile after that. It's like one of those um, Hercule Poirot um, stories. Uh, cool. Yeah, I never watched it, um, but I do like Agatha Christie. Um, I've never seen it- Bullet Train. Bullet Train, dude. I feel like that movie was made for me. I feel like they took everything that I find cool in a film and they put it in this movie, and it is fantastic. But Thomas the Tank Engine. The like the the franchise plays a crucial role in the movie. Really, like, it's like yeah, like it's like symbolic. It's like symbolic and crucial. Thomas's role in the film, like when it because it's like just a bunch of hitmen on a train, yeah. just like all crossed up with each other. But like the Thomas allegories are hot. Yeah, I, I want to know, but I almost don't want to spoil it. Um... What? About the Thomas? Yeah, I want to know more, but I don't want to spoil it. You know, I'll, I'll dude, try to catch a bullet train. Dude, watch the movie. It's fun. Dude, dude, it's so fun. Dude, you want to know? Okay, this is gonna this is gonna tell you how much I enjoy this film. Okay. Like, I feel like I can tell you that I enjoyed it, but if I if I describe something to you, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, London really liked that movie. Yeah. I never thought I would hear Jim Steinman sung to me in a film in Japanese. Really? Is it Total yes. Eclipse of the Heart? No. Really? Um, two out of three ain't bad. No. Something more. Oh. Okay. Driving. Um, is it Bad Out of Hell? No, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, no. What is it? Um. I need a hero. Oh. Uh, yeah. Hero. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to check that out. It's dope, and it has like so many. There's so many people in it. Like, it's already a star-studded cast, but they're just, like, a bunch of random stars that are in it that they just don't tell you is in it. And they just keep popping up the whole time. Like, even, like, even the last, like, five minutes of the movie, there's somebody else. It's like, oh, okay. Um, but it's just, like, a bunch of inner, like, like, they seemingly independent stories of criminals on a train doing mm-hmm. their individual jobs, but they all get just, like, m- mixed up and mashed up. And I was showing Hudson the, the movie the other day when... Um, was down in Bama and hanging out with Hudson. That was fun. But we watched, like, we watched the movie because I just had to show him. I was like, dude, there's like a character in here that's you. There's a character that's me. Like, like yeah, yeah. Didn't, so I, I highly, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. Well, if I can find it, I'll watch it. it might be streamable. It is, yeah, it is. It's definitely streamable. It's on. Um, I think it's on Netflix. That that sure. that'd be a good idea for an episode. Netflix, yeah. If we just did like guilty pleasure movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't even feel guilty about this. It was just oh, like is that good. I feel guilty yeah. about everything, so it's hard for me to. Do you have a guilty pleasure movie? Um. Yeah, tons of them. I mean, but I'd have to think about it. I, 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 like first thing that comes to mind for some reason is that uh, live action Ninja Turtles. The old one. Yeah, yeah. Bro, my favorite was the second one, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, yeah, with the knockoff. Um, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah. I forget what yeah. it, I forget what they're called, but it's like a snapping turtle. It was like R- Razor, Razor. Yeah, and Razor. um, 
Oh. Razar and Toka. Toka, Toka, Toka and, and Razar. Razar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're so right. And yeah. this guy knows his stuff. <laughs> dude, I told you, I love that movie, dude. Where he does, it, I, I watched the movie a billion times. Is that the one with Vanilla Ice? That might be the first one. Okay. And then, which I think the second one is with the yo-yos. Doesn't he do like some tricks with the yo-yos? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I never really, I probably watched the, the Ninja Turtles first movie maybe one time in my entire life. Mm -hmm. But I've seen Ninja Turtles 2 countless times yeah it's it's a great movie remember we were talking about how scary it would be if bebop and rocksteady just popped up out of the subway i do remember okay i do remember that yeah. i do remember talking about that i would be terrified like i would be so scared Me if too. i saw bebop and rocksteady in it like out in the world i mean like a, a giant jacked rhinoceros dressed in combat gear with a flat top haircut and Blue sunglasses, purple sunglasses. Yeah. And like a like a warthog. Maybe he had the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the um, sunglasses. But that was just a weird night. We were up in a food truck. That yeah, we yeah. That was the night we yeah. got up in that food truck and that man was experimenting with all all types of flavors on that lamb. Yeah, yeah. What was so, it um that you found? So th there's this guy named there's this guy named Tony. Um like, you know, New Yorkers, we all have our favorite, like, halal cards, right? Chicken over rice, lamb over rice. My halal guy's name is Tony. He's from Mexico. Um, he cooks up this food um, with all of these just, like, non-traditional flavors for a New York City halal card. Just, like, throw in just – like, just, like, stuff he, like, brings from home and, like, just, like, yeah. puts, like, his foot – into this food it's just like this fusion of flavor that is like the like some of the like the best like chicken over rice that i've had he gave me his like white sauce recipe that goes with it again new york city white sauce it's like a institution but man this guy is putting his mark on this stuff um tony's cool tony went missing um i haven't seen tony since uh before christmas really yeah the truck disappeared and then in its place is just another truck that's crazy and me and julian uh, my friend julian we were we've been texting him and he we just can't get a hold of him so are i've been i've been without i've been without the halal food since last year yeah so with, with those trucks are they all like independent or is it like one company oh yeah a lot of are, in, are independent or you know somebody might own a couple trucks right that's so scary when i hope he's okay Maybe he's just on a different corner. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I think I, I think there was there were talks of like there, the truck might need might need to be repaired at some point in time. But this was like months ago, so yeah. I don't know if they are repairing it now. And this truck is just like a placeholder, so no, nobody takes the spot. You know. It is a it is a prime. Please location. give me hope, Jackson. Please tell me that makes sense. No, I think it does make sense. I mean, he might just he might still be having such a good Christmas um, that. He's just not going to let it in. He's probably seeing his family enjoying um, the, the time that he has with them while he can. The truck's getting repaired. so Because, I mean, that has to be a really complicated machine. Not only does the engine have to run, but you also have to have that shit in there, right? Like the yeah. grill. Um, yeah. Remember when we saw the car on the sidewalk? That was really scary. Yeah, that wasn't fun. That, was, that wasn't fun. It was even scarier when it went down the stairs to get to the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, somebody was just confused. They were driving on the sidewalk. Um, but yeah, we even like could go in the truck, and Tony would let me on the truck like like I'm a kid, like on a fire truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah. Well, circling Good back, time. it reminded me of the time that I got to see Thomas the Tank Engine in real life. Oh, dude! Did you ever yeah? do that? I did not do that, but yeah, I've, I've, I know that's possible. Well, it felt like I felt when I stepped inside of Thomas the Tank Engine how you felt when you got in Tony's truck. Hungry? <laughs> Starved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to episode two. It's been a pleasure, London. Take it easy, and I'll see you next week. Take it easy, Jackson. Peace um, out. My, my dude. Oh. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. See ya. Good night.